Simplified Chaos, episode 186. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all had a wonderful holiday weekend, and happy early New Year's to you all. We've got another great episode here for you today. This one is another interview episode. Jilly, who did you sit down with this week? Oh, it's such a good one. I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Molly Dungia. She is a mama to three wonderful kiddos and enjoys all aspects of family life. Molly and her husband, Mike, started a blog that follows their journey of living simply and intentionally in order to create more space for the things that matter most. They write about living simply, intentionally, and relationally in this modern world. She's going to share her unique journey on how she got to where she is today. She talks a little bit about homeschooling and just basically her unique version on how she's living as intentional as she can. So this is this is a good one, guys. Awesome. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Here's Jill's interview with Molly Dungia. Hi, Molly. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm so grateful you carved out time and you're here with us and I can't wait for our community to hear your journey, your story. I I feel like I found you kind of serendipity is, I don't know, making up words here. (laughs) Um, But before we dive into all the the good stuff that you're going to be sharing, we always like to start every episode with just gratitude. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing something you're grateful for today, that would be wonderful. Yeah, sure. Um, So we live in central Pennsylvania and usually by Uh, definitely the end of October, we are like in winter coats. So it has just been a blessing to have so many warm days. Like, you know, I could go on about the leaves, but I think for me, especially it has been the warm days because Mm. for the past um, couple of weeks, I've been able to get outside after nap time with my kids. We've um, hit up a few trails in the woods and just kind of explored. So uh, that kind of limits us when the weather gets a little bit chillier, but we've just had an extended uh, warmer weather fall this year. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say the same thing. Um, we just, we have this big lake community and um, a giant lake right across the street from us. So we walked there and we found our neighbors and just playing in the sand, putting our feet and our toes yeah. in the water. And I'm like, is this November? Oh, this fun. is just wild. And we were just getting lost in time. I was like, holy crap, I got to get back home and record an episode. <laughs> this has been so fun. But I agree, this weather has been um, pretty amazing to to mm-hmm. like enjoy the the warmer weather a little bit mm-hmm. longer. Yeah, definitely. Yay. Um, Okay. So I just want to preface that I found you, I was looking each episode for one of our topics. I always like to find a resource. It's like Mm -hmm. a book, a podcast. Um, Most of the time it's a blog post I stumble upon. Okay. And I was looking for a blog, um, a resource for simplifying toys. Okay. Because that was the recent episode we did. And I found you and your husband and I like watched your little YouTube video and I was like, oh my God, I need to connect with them. And talk to them also because your husband had an Orioles hat on and oh, yeah. <laughs> we are born and raised from Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. We, we live in Charlottesville, Virginia. Now we um, were one of the pandemic pivoters and oh, yeah. we, we left that area and came here to be closer to the mountains and nature. Right. And nice. um, so, yeah. And I found you guys and 
I was just reading all of your blog posts, your story. I was just going down a rabbit hole and I was like, <laughs> I feel like we are so aligned and similar yeah, and like yeah. how we want to live more intentional. And I would just love to hear what your unique journey looked like. Like, how did you guys stumble upon like, Hey, let's start the blog. Like what yeah. happened? Um, yeah. so I just love to hear if you, wherever you want to start, that would be so sure. great. Okay. Um, well, for my husband, he actually had a blog when we were in college and it was called The Art of Minimalism. And he was really into minimalism. This was right before we got married. And just he was so into it and all these ideas. And then, you know, a big transition happened. We graduated college, we got married, we started careers. And not that he forgot totally about the ideas, but it was kind of put on the back burner as we started our life together. And then, you know, fast forward 10 years, maybe like eight years later, we had, um, I think, three children by then. And we were just feeling the constraints and the, the you know, chaos of this world. And we found ourselves having really good conversations um, on the car drives to and from vacations the one summer a couple years ago. And we just kept coming back to a lot of these ideas about living intentionally, about parenting, about our marriage, about how we spend our time. And we, um, I think it was my husband said, well, what if we shared this with other people and wrote the blog that we ourselves want to read? Mm. So it just kind of springboarded from there. And over the next couple of months, we continue to have those really good conversations with each other and thought about, well, if we do write a blog post um, on some of these things, what would we want to say to people? And then we finally just uh, launched our blog in uh, January of 2021. Um, so we are almost two years into blogging together. Mm -hmm. And it has just been a really fun journey for us to do together. We encourage each other. Um, we have just really great discussions on what it means to live intentionally and how to simplify our family life our, um, our life at home. Um, so it's just been something that has been a really big blessing to us uh, the past couple of years to do, to do together. I love that. And I was reading something you wrote in there. I think it was in your about page. It was like um, a blog that wrote all, about all kinds of things we talked about on date nights, sitting on the couch mm -hmm. together, around the table with their closest friends, parenting well, loving deeply, pri prioritizing goals, simplifying all the things that really matter. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of the reason why Nick and I, my husband, started the mm -hmm. podcast. Your platform is just different. And I, I it's just neat connecting with people who have... Um, just a similar way of like seeing the world in a bigger picture and realizing mm -hmm. um, what really matters and how there's right. a lot of distractions and clutter yeah. that get in the way of that and how easy it is to get in the way and forget about it unless right. you're intentional and you have those conversations or take those steps. And, mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to hear more about, I was seeing some of your posts on Instagram too. And I don't think I looked at your Instagram for a while. I think when I first saw, found you guys, mm -hmm. I did. And I saw you guys, you're, at least I'm not sure if it's you or your husband or how you guys go about it, but I just saw you guys making like these really amazing like weekly lists too. I saw about like your meals and then big things, little things. And it yeah. looked yeah. so approachable and so simple. Like it didn't seem overwhelming. Some like really crazy planner with like all right. of these different tabs and columns. Yeah. If yeah. you wouldn't mind just talking about like, how do you come up with some of these tools in the house and like how they've been yeah. working? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I, um, 
my husband and I are both pretty visual people. Like we, so I'm sitting at his desk here. He's got, you know, his work calendar that he just circles when he accomplishes, you know, his set goal for the day. Um, for our kids, we have a set chore chart. I homeschool our kids. So we have our routines and it's just so much easier to have something to fall back to that you can see every single day rather than having to verbally um, remind kids, especially, or myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I make a weekly plan, which I do usually Sunday afternoons, I just kind of think about my week and um, you know, I have four kids, so got a lot going on my homeschool. So there's a lot in my brain that, can be very overwhelming. So when I have a um, a checklist that has what matters most this week, what feels hard this week, um, what do I want to accomplish with a blogging goal, a homeschool goal, a um, health goal, um, it just helps me to map it out in a not so overwhelming way. Um, and then I can also focus on what is the most important things that um, are kind of non-negotiable And then all the other things that I, you know, want to do that I see going on at at my house that I might have time for. And then I can just prioritize looking at my, my week as a whole. Okay. What do we have going on Monday through Friday, mapping out what is realistic, what is doable, what is most important. Everything else is just extra. If I get to it, that's great, but let's focus on the most important things. And yeah, and then same with meal planning. If I, and I know you guys had talked about this too. Um, I was listening to a few of your podcasts and just having a, um, a set routine about um, planning our meals, whether it's, you know, the same pizza on Fridays, um, you know, some people do like taco Tuesdays um, and, you know, more simplified uh, days of the week planning uh, specific meals, um, just having a plan in front of me that I can look at my, my week as a whole is just really helpful because it can be very overwhelming with everything that everyone has going on in their unique lives. So just having something right in front of me that I can look at several times a day, realizing, okay, this is coming up, but I don't need to do that today because I've made plans to do that in a few days. So I don't even need to go to that space. Yeah. And I, I liked how on your list you wrote what felt hard today. And I was just like, that's interesting. I'm I'm not used to seeing that on like weekly planners. And I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder what inspired you to put that on there. If that's something that like just helps you pivot like the direction of your week. Or I know yeah. how I would look at it. I've been really diving into like my cycles as a woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know certain times of the month, I'm like, this is supposed to prioritize rest. So maybe if it's really hard just like having energy this week, then Mm -hmm. my list and my to-do things are going to be a lot less than maybe if I was in another part of my phase of cycle. So I wasn't sure like what inspired you to put that on there. I was kind of intrigued. Yeah. So uh, right now our youngest is almost four months old. So we are in a a hard season with um, just the busyness and we just got out of the, the newborn season Um, and I would say this was our most challenging transition of all of our kids, just for a few different reasons. So it does feel life does feel busy and challenging and full, um, but all good. So it helps me to recognize, yes, this is not a easy season and it's okay Mm -hmm. to call out what is hard. And, um, it helps me just to give myself grace that, 
I'm not going to get it all done because I have a little baby that demands a lot of my attention. So I think just realizing what is the most challenging right now just kind of puts it in perspective that um, it's okay to have those seasons. Absolutely. And that's one question that I always love to ask is because I know it seems um, like everything may appear to be you know, rainbows, unicorns, Mm -hmm. magical, but I know like underneath everything, there's a lot of struggle and, you know, chaos internally and externally. And I I was just curious, like what is, has been like a big struggle through, it could be this season or like something in your life that was very pivotal. Like what is something that you've been, was a big struggle for you guys um, in your life? Yeah. Um, So I think currently the biggest thing is just juggling all the important and necessary things. Um, Yeah, like I said, I homeschool my kids, so that demands a lot of time. But yet I have this little baby who also demands a lot of my time. So just trying to create a balance so that I am not so overwhelmed each day. You know, we have this blog that we are, are very passionate about that we want to devote good time to, but also recognizing well, maybe I just need to take a little bit of a break from the regular daily um, uh, time with blogging like I I had prior to having um, our last baby. And I think just the most, uh, I guess, relevant struggle that both Mike and I have right now is just being able to be present through it all without feeling overwhelmed. Um, so that, yeah, that the template that you're talking about from Instagram, that is a result, um, the past couple months of me feeling a little more full and busy and, um, overwhelmed and just trying to simplify my routines and determine in, you know, today with, um, everything that's on my plate, what, what needs to get done most, what is the most important thing? I can resonate. I don't have four kids. I have one, but I'm homeschooling too. And, um, it feels like there's so many things like personally and like hobbies. I'm like, how do I prioritize that? What does it look like? Is it the same each day? Should it Mm -hmm. ebb and flow depending on my mood and like my daughter's mood? So I agree, like having a visual or some kind of chart that can evolve with your seasons, I think is Mm -hmm. so helpful because it makes everything in your brain seem like, oh, like let me narrow in on like what's truly important. And then like the rest of the chaos that's in my brain can like, okay, let's quiet down. (laughs) Exactly. can turn it off for a little bit until, um, yeah, it needs to be done. So. So amongst your full days, how are you able to prioritize like self-care and nourishment? Mm -hmm. And like, how does, how does that look for you during your days? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think it's really important to know um, what you need. And I know um, I am more introverted than my husband. So I do crave some alone time in the afternoon. And it's hard when um, my husband works from home and our four kids are here with us. So it's kind of hard to find that quiet space. But I have found that mornings before the kids get up and we have a routine for them. They can't um, get out of their room until their light turns green, um, which works really well for them. I try to get up an hour before anyone else gets up. And that's when I can just have my quiet time, journal, have my coffee. And that just really sets me up for the day. Um, So I find that days that I don't have that, if I'm just more tired, 
Um, or if the baby gets up before um, I was, the other kids get up, um, it's a little harder to um, feel as calm throughout the day. So yeah, mornings, I am a complete morning person. My husband is not at all. Um, so morning is when I have the house to myself. And then um, most times we do a really good quiet time in the afternoon and my, uh, my older three are all used to it. Um, you know, the baby, it's still kind of hit or miss if his schedule, napping schedule will align with when they are doing their quiet time. But that's another key time. That's when I would be able to sit down and just have peace and quiet for a little <laughs> bit if I'm lucky. Yeah. And that's when I would usually do my blogging. Awesome. It, it's just interesting to hear different people's rhythms. And I feel like yeah. almost everyone who I've interviewed, it's always like the mornings are so sacred. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. I, I feel like, uh, we're in a season right now where Lucy always finds her way. The fairies bring her in her bed, um, <laughs> some point in the night. And it's so hard to sneak out of bed when she's in bed with us. I'm doing like this slow oh, yeah. motion army crawl. Yeah. And usually she's up like three minutes later. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, all right, this, this is a season of just like treasuring time with her and like mm -hmm. figuring out other avenues of like yeah. ways to, right. to get in that time for me. But, um, mm -hmm. I mean, what a, what a interesting role model that must be for your kids to see, like you intentionally carve out time for yourself and like show them what that looks like and how you approach challenges and like find tools that work for you. Like that must be such a, an amazing learning experience for them just to see their mom, like go through that. Like that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so amongst everything, like how do you and your husband like find ways to support yourselves? Like, do you have family around? Do you have a community yeah. that you go to like for, um, just for support for any, for like date nights or for anything? Mm -hmm. Like, um, what does that community look like for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So we, yes, we are fortunate to have, uh, my family very close. Um, so we, it's been a little more tricky to do date nights with, uh, in the newborn season, uh, we did just have one last week and we brought the baby with us, but thankfully he slept the whole time. So oh, nice. my husband's like, it's still not a date if we have a child with us. <laughs> I said, it's, it's close enough. Yeah. Um, but yes, we, we do cherish um, our evenings together. That's what we always done. A little mm -hmm. earlier of a bedtime for our kids. It's like 730. Um, they don't fall asleep right away, but you know, they're in their rooms having um, some wind down time. And that's when we can just have intentional time. And that's when we have most of our good conversations about blog topics and how to live intentionally. And um, uh, yeah, just we find that when we can have limit the distractions of our children, we are able to just really focus on having that quality time together. Mm. So, um, yeah, my sister, um, is also really close and she watches our kids too, um, nice. every month. So yeah, we definitely feel like carving out time for your spouse, um, and just limiting the distractions of other things going on, uh, particularly kids, um, yeah. it's just so healthy for a marriage. Yeah. I, we were just talking about that in our latest episode. Just, I think the hardest part is just speaking up and asking for help. It's like, yeah, you know what definitely. you want and what your body craves, right? But the, the art or like the, the effort and action of like doing it and not feeling guilty and, and just knowing that people want to help you genuinely, like they want to help. So the hardest part, I think for me personally, is just opening up my mouth and be like, would you mind? And then usually they're like, absolutely. And I'm like, 
what? That wasn't so bad. Why did I get all worked up about this? Like, yeah, you know what? We were just talking about that today too. And people aren't mind readers. Right. Yeah. Be able to ask for help. That's so true. Mm. Uh, well, I wanted to circle back because I, I saw a blog post and I was shaking my head at everything. And I don't know who writes them. If you guys write them together, if someone like types it, um, no, I would lo- we are, we're pretty separate. We, we always discuss, um, our ideas and sometimes we'll take notes together, but, um, yeah, I write my own, he writes his own. That's um, so a lot cool. of times we have some shared, um, some shared values that we are both writing about, but, um, yeah, we found that this works the best talk about it. And then we each go our separate way, way and write our own post. I love that. Were you guys both like writers before you started the blog? No, no, no. Yeah. I love no, that. No. <laughs> I love that you guys just dove into it and did it anyway. Yeah. I think like that's yeah. where a lot of the growth comes. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wrote a blog post that was called living life in the slow lane. Yeah. And just practices and like everyone you guys wrote, man, your list is like top notch. Cause I was just like, yep. Um, make a daily three item to-do list. Mm -hmm. That has been so helpful for me. I just call it my top three. And that to me is like, these are the three focuses. Nothing else gets done. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I love that you guys put, take up a hobby just for fun. Mm -hmm. I have found, I think my biggest wake up call, um, being a parent is that I forgot how to have fun Mm -hmm. and I forgot how to play. Yeah. And not take life so seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that you guys had that in there and like a little bit of research too, which is always nice. Um, Be present with those around you. I feel like I'm always in in motion trying to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Take in your surroundings, learn to say no, uh, prioritize quality over quantity. I feel like that has been this theme over that is like stretched over everything. Like when it comes to toys, um, food, right. um, friends, like it has been a good mantra to keep when it comes to just like consuming or inviting anything in our life. I don't know if you guys yeah. Ex- ex- yeah, have experienced definitely. that too. Yes. A lesson that our kids have not yet uh, come to, <laughs> they'd rather have 50 of any small little trinket than like <laughs> Two really nice toys. So Mm. it's okay. It's a lesson in progress. Yeah, always. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. You had two more. Oh, create more than you consume. Mm -hmm. Um, We, I find that when you take away the distractions, like less TV time or um, just binging on social media, Mm -hmm. it is so wild what innately you want to create and what comes out that you're like, I didn't even know that was in me. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, And I'm not sure if you guys experienced that with the blog, like just topics, like if they organically come up and you're like, wow, we just, we just wrote a, like a a really great blog topic. And it just came from like taking time to just create something together. Yes, definitely. It it usually just comes from our observations of what we're feeling. And we always say we don't want to be forced to write a, a, a certain topic, but it has to be something that we are genuinely passionate about because we, um, you know, we want to be, uh, real for our audience. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, we don't want, anyone could write on any topic, but it's so much more effective if it comes from your heart and you actually believe it. A hundred percent. And I think I read that when on your about page, it was, you guys first talked about what you wanted the blog not to be about. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so different than what some people do. Usually they focus on what they wanted it to be, but you were like, well, let's figure out what, why we don't want to do it. Like what we don't want it to be for. Like we don't want it to be fake. We don't want it to be maybe for money. And um, Mm -hmm. and my husband and I've had similar conversations with the podcast. Like we pay to do this. We don't make Mm -hmm. money. I think 
if we did it for external reasons, I think the meaning and the purpose and the joy and the fun would be depleted because it's for, it's for other external reasons besides we just want to share it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then your last one was just take a day off each week, like a sabbatical. And Mm -hmm. uh, so do you guys have like a sabbatical day together as a family? Do you guys do it separately? I would love to hear if you guys have any practices for just taking time off or just like having your time to just like be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something that I am, I am still um, just kind of tossing around ideas in my mind of how to make it better in this season. Um, So yeah, ours is more like a Sabbath on a Sunday. So we, we go to church in the morning. We have more of a relaxed afternoon where, um, you know, my husband likes to take walks. So that's kind of his thing. Like he knows that the only thing on his plate is that he can either take like a long hot shower or take a nice walk. And that's when I um, just kind of do my plan for the week. And then we end the evening with a family dinner at my parents' house. So that is the most um, low key day for us that we know there's no, I try not to do any blogging work, even though I enjoy blogging, I just kind of let my mind have a rest Mm. where I know there's, there's, you know, no schedule of um, needing to um, do, you know, these certain things. Um, And we can just kind of enjoy our family um, at home on that day without having any, any other commitments. So I would say Sunday is kind of the closest way that we um, do have um, a day off during the week of our, our normal routines. Love that. And I don't know if, I mean, you may resonate with this, but I find when I do take quote unquote rest days, I have to have a journal by me because okay. like an idea pops in my head. I'm like, I can't write about this right now, but I can jot it down uh, for like later. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, So I know you mentioned like you were talking about how you and your husband like share similar values. And I'm sure you guys have talked about this. We are big on like living a life that's aligned to what you value and just, Mm -hmm. you know, I know they can change and ebb and flow. What would you guys say that your core values are together as a family? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I would say that it is our core values are rooted in our, in our Christian faith. So we are always striving to, um, see how did, how did Jesus live his life and just take those values and, um, and use them and apply them to how we live. So we write about three things on our blog, three categories, um, and they're pretty broad, um, but living intentionally, um, having good relationships and simplifying your life. So, um, we feel much more fulfilled with life and with God's calling for us when we do focus on those three aspects. Um, so everything that we that we strive to do, we know that it's not rooted in our own success. It's not rooted in um, a love of money or, or fame or attention, but it is um, just providing us with enjoyment of this world that goes beyond the temporary and what this world can truly offer us. Oh, I love that. How you, you look, I love, I love the connection piece too. I think that's so important that can be lost among, especially like when you are on the social media, it's like, you're always putting these things out and there's like a lot of people out there, but sometimes we forget to like that our community right here is like the most important and we can make so much yeah. change and do so much good and help with like within the family unit. And then yeah. it can, tr- you know, trickle out into the community. And sometimes I think I, I need reminded of that. Like there's like, I know there's a lot of 
there's a big world out there, but um, sometimes reeling it back in and just like, I can just focus on my family and do good there. And yeah, that can spread just mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Cause that's still a, you know, a big, a big undertaking, a really important um, mission in life, just to focus on your family and to love them well. Mm. Is there anything you and your husband or maybe just you are working on that's like really lighting you up right now? Any like new projects or like new topics or are you guys thinking about simplifying something or traveling? I'm not sure. Like I would love to hear yeah. what's what's like lighting you guys up these days. Yeah. So we have been um, talking about doing a more substantial home reset slash decluttering. Ooh. And I just got done um, working through the joy of less. And um, she suggested doing a home reset, which um, is more than just going through a room and taking out the things that you want to declutter, but it's kind of doing the opposite. So you take out everything and then you analyze the items, the contents of the room by putting back only what you desire to keep, only what is um, useful and beautiful. So we have been talking about how we want to take on this project and we don't want it to just be something that we haphazardly do one Saturday. Oh, we have um, two hours while the kids are napping. Let's, let's go and take (laughs) the whole kitchen. So we're thinking about how can we really just take a deep dive with our possessions in this season of life and see what is truly necessary and useful and beautiful for us. So that is something that we are both having conversations about and thinking about how we can do this well and effectively and encourage others to, um, you know, if they're striving to do a, a big declutter because, um, you know, one of the, the good parts about moving to a new home is that you've got a fresh start. Mm-hmm. But we're obviously not doing that. We are in our home, but we just, we thought, well, how can we kind of replicate that feeling? So that's kind of a new project that we are, um, that we're going to be doing in the next month. It's like reverse moving in or something like you it take it out it and like, oh, we're moving in. What do we want to put back in? Here? <laughs> that's so cool. So you guys are going to be like sharing the journey through, yeah. through doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, where are you guys starting? Um, I think we're going to start with the living room since it is the most lived in area. And um, I think it it might be, we don't have toys in our living room, so it might be the easiest place to start and then we (laughs) just kind of build momentum and move forward. Oh, that's so fun. Now you make me want to like try that. Uh, we, <laughs> we're doing, it's not a home reset, but it's a TV reset. We're doing no TV Ember and it's been interesting. It's funny. Oh, it's wow, like it's an analogy for life. We removed the TV. We didn't have it on a wall or anything. It was just on, we have toys in our living room because our house is a lot smaller. Um, so we removed the TV and there's like all of this white space. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is an analogy for life. When you take away the TV, there's all of this white space. Yeah. So it was, it's been a wild ride. Like we're not halfway through, we're getting close to halfway through, but it's been really magical to see what comes up, what's being used yeah. now, like what wasn't being used before because mm-hmm. of the, I mean, I think TV has a purpose, but it was just interesting to see. Let's take away the distraction just to see what yeah. comes up. Um, yeah. Oh, I'd love to hear more about that. That's great. I'm always tossing around ideas, but I never um, had a a full, um, you know, journey of 
physically removing the TV. So I'd love to hear your takeaways from that. That sounds so interesting. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of gray. Um, like we do have a tablet, so we we have to use that in case of an emergencies, but it's not as long and it's been more intentional. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to share some nuances to it and yeah. put some things out there because it's been interesting just to see like for Nick and I, like we didn't mm-hmm. think we were going to have enough alone time. Yeah. And because sometimes the babysitter, but mm-hmm. it's been cool to see her dive more into imaginative play a lot longer yeah. than okay. when she was watching television. Yeah. So that for has sure. been like a big aha moment for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're coming to an end and I would love before you leave just to hear if there's any quote that is resonating with you in this season of life. Um, yeah, that's a, hmm. Um, You know, I don't know if there's a a specific quote, um, but something that I've been really resonating on lately is just this um, thought in my mind that I keep coming back to. And it is put the big rocks in first and you'll have room for the pebbles later. Um, So I don't know if that's a specific quote that I love it. That's amazing. Yes. But it is just something that I that keeps popping into my mind that I shared with our, our, um, our audience in my latest newsletter. And I find myself uh, throughout the day having all these things to do, you know, all these, uh, we'll call them like the, the pebbles, um, all these little tasks. And I'll be like frantically trying to get all these things done, you know, in the little amount of time that I have before I need to, you know, get the baby up or start dinner. And I'm just reminded of um, just the phrase, put the big rocks in first. And that just realigns me and helps me to realize, okay, what needs to get done right now? I don't need to do this load of laundry. I don't need to clean up the kitchen table, but I do need to have quality time with um, mm. with my daughter. I do need to sit and rock the baby or whatever it would be. So that's just something that is several times a day. I'm just reminded of to put the big rocks in first. And I'm guessing that's where it came from on your planner, the big and the small. Was that like yeah. for, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's funny how it just aligned to your values, like connection with something that you guys valued. And it's like, Everything you said was like the big rock was like time with the baby, time with my kids. So that's so cool to see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. No, that's a great, I'm big on mantras too. Anything to like put pictures or visuals in my head just to like ground me back to like what matters. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, before you leave us, is there any little tiny, I mean, Nick and I are big belief in like the little things add up to be so much more. Is there any little step or tidbit or, you know, action that you would recommend or like, just say this could take you somewhere or add Mm -hmm. big change to your life? Yeah. So this may be, um, underrated for some people, but I feel like the phrase start small is just so powerful because, you know, especially with like decluttering or starting a new habit, you kind of want to dive all in at once. But then, you know, Mike and I talk about this honeymoon stage where you're super motivated in the beginning, but then it kind of wears off because it gets hard. Mm. And, you know, the novelty of it is no longer there. So it's taking small steps, making small changes, just kind of sets you up so that you 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 avoid more of that, um, um, you know, 30-day fall um, where you are more likely to give up a habit. Um, but when you start small, you take on one thing. Okay. You get really good at it. And then you add something else and then you get really good at that too. And, 
um, you're not just adding all these things at once, but you are um, just cumulatively doing one thing at a time and it's much less overwhelming and much more enjoyable of a process because it's most times more successful. Yeah, I 100% agree. No, I love that. Start small. So easy, but hard at the same time. <laughs> um, well, Molly, I'm I'm so grateful that you said yes and you took the time to to yeah. be here and like spread what you the work that you and your husband are doing and I think it's so great if if the community who's listening like definitely where can they find you and like read more of your blog posts? And I'm gonna have to sign up for your newsletter because I love these little gem of reminders that go in my inbox that just remind me to like stay grounded, stay intentional and to like focus on what matters most. So where can people find you? Yeah, so um, our website is thisevergreenhome.com where Mike and I um, publish a new blog post each week. And um, I'm also on Instagram too at thisevergreenhome. And I just share more of a behind the scenes look at some of the things that we write about on there. Yay. Thank you so much, Molly. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Molly Dongia. And we want to thank you all for listening today. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you in the new year. See y'all later.